Welcome back to another exciting week in the Web3 universe. I'm your host, The Mayor, and you're listening to the Best NFT Media Nominated NFT and Chill Podcast, the show that discusses interesting topics with artists, creators, and thought leaders from the Web3 space. On this week's episode, we have Matthew from Big Time, and Big Time is all about blockchain gaming. And we're going to get into blockchain gaming, Web3 gaming, and what the future holds. So sit back and chill. Well, we explore the exciting world of Web3 and NFTs together. Who I have with me today is Matthew Thwaites from Big Time. How's it going, Matthew? Going well. Thanks for having me on tonight. Pleasure to chat with you. Big fan of the stuff that you're doing and highlighting the quality stuff inside of Web3. Thank you so much. Uh, you want to give yourself an introduction real quick for the listeners? Some people know me as Matt the Guild Guy on uh, on Discord and on Twitch. I'm the Guild Manager for Big Time. It's a game studio and then just do a lot of the outreach with our community as part of that role. Perfect, because we're going to get into blockchain gaming for the listeners today because we haven't covered it yet on NFT and Chill, so I'm stoked for this episode. It's interesting that you said you haven't covered it because like I kind of view you and your audience as probably some of the most informed members of like NFTs. And then in my mind, I think that NFTs are so intimately tied to like future of gaming and unleashing kind of the potential that a lot of gamers have sought for the last 10 or 20 years that like in my mind, NFTs are, are really like big value added for gamers if the blockchain is incorporated correctly. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. I mean, there's so many avenues that the gaming industry can go with Web3, blockchain, and NFTs. It's strange that the gaming industry hasn't been like fully into it yet. Like we've seen art, we've seen music kind of stepping in, we've seen some film and banking. You know, the gamers are like, what is this Web3? What are these NFTs? With stuff like Roblox and stuff that's already going on in the gaming industry, it seems like a no-brainer. We just need to keep educating and creating awareness. I could not agree more. The limits and the potential of Web3 is unlimited. You can do a ton with it, particularly if you care about ownership and identity, which I'm sure we're going to dive into here a lot. I think the reason why gamers haven't really gotten into blockchain is because it's not great or it's not optimal. It's somewhat to be expected the first time you bring in a new type of technology into a game some people aren't going to like it and perhaps it isn't integrated in the best way but after it's just going to continue to iterate and get better and better yeah absolutely i mean you know we are in the early stages of all of this that's happening in web3 and blockchain technology think about blizzard and all these like huge studios getting involved because right now it's just like kids in their dorm room that are creating an nft project and then creating a game <laughs> and or like you know people who aren't these massive studios i'm definitely excited to see what happens because just like transfer of ownership like you mentioned where if i buy a skin on call of duty or something like that that if i move on to the next game or if I don't play with that skin anymore, I can't I can't resell it right now. It just sits there. It's just money that I have spent and it's just going to accumulate. If that skin was an NFT, you'd be able to resell it. It's things like that that are the most exciting thing for me. But I mean, there's just so much more. The potential is, is out of this world. 
again, I strongly agree with what you're saying. If you had to narrow down what blockchain does is it gives you an ability to transact verifiably scarce digital goods. Eventually, blockchain was going to move into gaming, but there's a lot of pushback from the gaming community and how to address their concerns properly is what every AAA game studio is really struggling with right now. That is like an existentially important question for them to figure out, bring in blockchain without, in my language, pissing off their customers. Every industry that Web3 can incorporate, which is like unlimited, I don't think there's been a single industry when it comes to anything that's going on in Web3 that has been adopted by the masses. When I see these uh, NFT games, the next NFT game was made on like Real Engine 5 or, or something like that, or like, you know, Rockstar made a, made a game. I mean, that's that's what I'm waiting for. And I, I think it eventually it will happen. It's just, it's a very unregulated industry, blockchain, crypto, all of that. People who are here now building like yourselves and big time, you're on the right track. The builders will be poised for when Web3 really takes off. I wanted to get into what do you look for when you are looking at a an NFT game or a blockchain game right now? I'm somewhat of a traditionalist in the way that I view games in that I play games for enjoyment. I didn't really use them as a sole means of income, for example. Quite a, quite a hot take, I think, with a lot of Web3 gamers. Some people developed guilds and had scholars some types of Web3 games because they, they saw it as some sort of passive income model. I, it's the boomer part of me that views like games should be fun. There's a couple things I look for when I see other Web3 games. Generally speaking, I look for the experience of their team, their length of development, and the key points of their game. The experience of the team. It is freaking hard to make a AAA game. It takes years. Sometimes it's too long for people. And in my mind, the kind of games that I'm familiar with playing probably takes you at least two years to develop. And if somebody has developed a project three to six months, I understand somewhat intuitively what the upper limit of, of the depth of that gameplay or content is going to be. The other thing is, I mean, hand in hand, that is the, the length of development, right? Like take something like GTA 5. It's about a five-year development. Red Dead Redemption, somewhere between five and six years. That's when, when gamers are like very much like hardcore into it. That's what they expect is like four to five years of development, fairly large team. If you have like a single digit number of new people developing a game in under a year, you're going to kind of run out of content here relatively shortly compared to what other gamers are used to. Finally, the selling point. If, you, if you're telling me that the reason why people should, should play your Web3 game is because they can make money and that's kind of the first or second reason why. Some people may enjoy that, but at least for me as somebody who kind of prioritizes quality gameplay above all else, that game isn't probably going to be something that I enjoy a ton. I love that answer because, I mean, I've been playing games since uh, Nintendo. So like Sega Genesis, I'm probably giving my age here, but I've been a gamer my whole life. And, you know, I play a lot of the sports games, MLB The Show, Madden, Call of Duty, stuff like that. So I am a very entertainment side myself. I'm not doing a whole lot of play to earn. I guess it really depends on what you are looking for when you're getting into the game. It's all about preference. And like you said, it takes years to make a quality game. You know, I played Ace Combat for a long time and like I remember waiting 10 years <laughs> for the next uh, installment because it took them 10 years to make the game. When you you know, we're talking about NFT gaming, these teams are putting together games in a short span and some of them aren't even ready by the time the NFT goes to mint. So that that was one question I had for you. Can you explain what uh, what a AAA game is? 
AAA game quality generally refers to a metric based on the amount of marketing, budget, and quality of gameplay associated with it. Don't get me wrong, there's there's not like a AAA enforcement police where they're like, hey, you are not AAA, you are only AA plus, and they go out there and they take away your gold star. So it's somewhat used to broadly describe high quality, high budget level of game. That's kind of fundamentally, I think, what it breaks down to. How do you feel about projects where the game isn't finished and there's not something that the community can play, but they're minting already? Yeah. You know, for the other games that are minting prior to release, you know, they could be doing it for a variety of different reasons. Sometimes I, I would suspect that the majority of them are doing it as a method of fundraising, you know, because it, it is expensive. It does take time and you do need a lot of people developing. So they use it as a fundraising method to bootstrap their way through paying their developers until they have a finished product. At big time, we didn't really kind of opt for that. The idea with a lot of those NFT sales, whether they be land or token, is that you take some sort of ownership of assets inside of the game prior to the launch and especially within the nft community getting in early and taking a strong position i think is very important to that type of audience but that tends to be more for nft people as opposed to your traditional gamers yeah absolutely i love that answer for people out there that are looking to get into a blockchain game or buy into an nft game what is some tips that you would have to look for or maybe some red flags that's a somewhat challenging question because a lot of it is going to assume about who that person is that's looking at a game i think if you're somewhat nascent into the space a good criteria is do they have a playable alpha if you're very much interested on the game side i would recommend that you check out what does their game footage look like are they putting things on twitch or on youtube where you are seeing real life people actually playing the game and you can see exactly what it is i think that's so important because you can make some incredible trailers out there that have nothing to do with the game and uh there is some other games i saw i was like these trailers are incredible that celebrity is awesome and then you play the game and it's somewhat of a letdown at the end of the day you can't really hide behind the gameplay that they release so i think broadly speaking if you can see real gameplay footage played by people who are not associated with the game i think that's going to go really far to answering your questions about whether or not you kind of get an nft short of that i would i would say you look for the experience of the team and the timeline to development, I, I, I really stick by those two probably being the, the most simple, easy to understand criteria for getting in, involved in a blockchain game. If you're looking to try and get involved in a game that's like AAA quality, they should probably have people who have AAA experience. Yeah, I love that. That's such a great answer. And also, you kind of gave me a flashback to uh, to Cyberpunk with the uh, <laughs> the cinematic previews of the game and it not being what it was. I haven't taken that much of a dive into the gaming side. I know Wolf Game is awesome and people have really enjoyed it. They won a bunch of awards at NFT NYC. Um, I have some friends who play it as well. You know, there's not a ton of games out there that have really stood out or stood the test of time. So what is big time going to do to, you know, change that to kind of stand out from the pack? 
think the primary thing that Big Time does differently is we put a much stronger emphasis on high quality, immersive gameplay, and we did it before kind of anybody else could. And it's something that you have to kind of look back, go back like one or two years, look at the playing field of Web3 games. And they were relatively simplistic. You see your kind of 8-bit games, which are fun, but that was kind of between 8-bit games and uh, 2D type game. That was about where most of the Web3 games were kind of operating at. It's not so much of a profound statement to be like, well, you got to eventually migrate that game to kind of the highest levels of quality. That's where the big time team decided to move forward with that concept in April of 2020. Founder was co-founder Ari. He was the co-founder of Decentraland, so was very familiar with the blockchain space and then decided, hey, we're going to make a AAA game. Hand in hand with that timeline is it took us two years to get to an alpha, a playable alpha that the public could play. And it just takes a long time. And I think very much over 2021, people realized there's millions of people per month playing these popular Web3 games. Just imagine if we bring something that's popular in Web2, add some blockchain inside of it, and we're going to have all the players. Thing is, is it takes two to three years to come out with that game. So we had a big first mover advantage in that department. It comes back to the focus on gameplay, we think is going to be very appealing to migrating that Web2 gamer base into Web3. Yeah, I love that. That's a great answer. What do you see coming on the horizon? And what can you know Web3 do to really get the big players and mass adoption? Well, I think it truly is coming in part because you can see the migration of developer talent really started to move from Web 2 to Web 3 games over the last 12 to 18 months, somewhere in there. And then it's just going to take some time for them to release. So I, I really do expect over the next couple of years that the quality of Web 3 games is going to go up significantly. One of the things I think is actually very important from a like a marketing and kind of image standpoint is to not depict it as a Web 3 game. I'd rather it be portrayed as just the next logical step in the progression of overall gaming. If you use the term like World Wide Web back in 90s, it probably would have turned off some people like, oh, isn't that just you know, nerds and wherever those like people hang out and there's, I don't understand it. Where is the internet? I've never actually like physically held the internet. In some way, like the blockchain is just another incremental step to the way that games get better. I actually think that makes it a lot more palatable to your average gamer. I've been living my whole life in Web 2. I've been doing great over there. I got my Google. I got my school stuff. I got my work stuff. I don't want to leave that all behind to go to Web3. In reality, it's just like, hey, we're going to give you a little bit more ownership, a little bit more of identity. And if you aspirationally think that the future of the internet is going to be ready player one in a metaverse, well, this is just another step up that ladder to get there. My preferred method of the way I describe big time and how we incorporate blockchain to a gamer audience. Yeah, I love that. That's an incredible answer. Why don't you tell me what big time has going on and where people can find you and big time? You can generally find me operating somewhere on uh, on Twitter or Twitch or YouTube talking about big time and talking about gaming. I, I fan out pretty often on what we're doing. So if you ever kind of want to chat with me, I'm, I like to do Twitter spaces. That's where you can hang out with me. That's not why you should come hang out. You should come hang out and check out big time. We've got the generic socials, you know, Twitter, Twitch, all that stuff. That's a great place to kind of see the game. At the end of the day, you can only talk about a game, I think, so much. I really like Twitch as the best platform for big time because at the end of the day i could describe use all the words in the world but it's, sometimes it's easier to just like see the game if you want to know a little bit more about big time the team bigtime.gg is pretty good and if you're more interested in the gameplay part of it we have a wiki that you can link to right off of bigtime.gg and that kind of answers more of in-depth questions of it and then right now we're in an alpha so you, it's 
really by invite only of the game. So either big time person individually can invite you into the game or one of our trusted guilds or affiliates. So there's some very prominent players who have really kind of earned their chops inside the game, really been like kind of great players and ambassadors and that thing. And we're not paying them. We're just like, hey, you know what? You're a great community leader. You can invite in some players into the game. And so if you check us out kind of on our socials there or on Twitch or with those affiliates, you're going to be able to get into the game. Awesome. I love that. Thank you so much, Matthew, for coming on and thank big time also for, you know, coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This was a good conversation. I had to definitely think about some of the things you answered, but I'm glad we could share our thoughts here and then love to come on again and chat with you again in the future. And that's it for this week's show. I want to thank my guest, Matthew, from Big Time for coming on. I really enjoyed this chat. We definitely should have had a gaming episode a lot earlier. So definitely go check them out. Also, this week, I was announced as a speaker at DecentralCon Miami. And NFT and Chill is also an official media partner of DecentralCon. During Art Basel, this is going to be the biggest Web3 event of the year. Last year was incredible. This year is going to be way better. They have a Women in Web3 stage, a decentralized stage, a main stage, the lineup, biggest companies, thought leaders, and projects. It's going to be an absolute blowout in Miami. And if anyone is looking to go, there's going to be a link in the show notes. But if you are going, I would absolutely love to connect with Anybody who's listening to the show, it's a really great chance to to network, build relationships, and meet people. And also thank you to everyone for listening and supporting the show. There's been so many people posting about the show on Twitter and on Instagram. Everyone who's subscribed and listening each week, we're so grateful. There's going to be some really cool stuff coming. I just have to get all this stuff figured out. Huge thank you to everyone. We just hit 50,000 downloads. This is still just the beginning. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. We got an awesome guest coming on the show. And we'll see you next week. I'm the mayor, and you've been listening to the NFT and Chill podcast. Peace.